98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tyga and Daniel. Good morning. We got Carly Pierce tickets coming up in about 15 minutes. But before that, Did You See is brought to you by Daniel's Dentist, Dr. Hugh McDougall at Hugh McDougall Dentistry. Did you see this, that curbside recycling is returning to Tulsa? It went away for a while because I didn't know what was going on. I had just moved into a house that I had in Midtown, and I, I meticulously was separating my recycling from just the rubbish. And I, and then one day I'm out there, and I, my little six-year-old son, he's excited. The, the garbage truck comes by. So we watch, and they threw the recycling in the same truck as the garbage. And I go, what the heck, man? You thought you were being duped. Yeah, I was like, uh, you know, what am I spending all my time? And But I didn't know they had a fire at the recycling plant. So in the interim, they just had to kind of throw everything in the same truck because, you know, they couldn't bring it to the recycling center. Well, I guess everything's good now. I'm beginning Monday, the 31st of this month. So this very Monday, uh, you'll want to bring both carts out to the, the road. Separated, recycling in one, refuse in the other, and we're back to uh, normal. So I apologize because I was actually mad at the city for a second. I was like, they are duping me into paying, like, extra money for recycling. Meanwhile, they're just throwing in the same truck. I Did, didn't know they had a fire. Didn't you relish those days of just having to take one can down to the road? Or, I actually, well, in your case, one step away to the road? I like it because I got two cans, and you could throw away more stuff that way. Oh, good. So you could really be bad for the earth. Okay, <laughs> yeah, good. Like you used to be bad. able to have double bins in order to just really go crazy. Right. Like, I went nuts during the uh, no recycling period, but... Uh, they say they think the fire started because, guess why they think the fire started? Uh, it's a huge pile of trash. <laughs> well, that, that didn't help. Somebody, I guess, I guess you shouldn't do this, but somebody threw an ion battery. Like oh, a, oh, I see. And recycling and, you know, that house somehow, you know. Could be anything, though, lit right? Lit it up. Yeah. Uh, did you see that this weekend, and this everybody's sharing this on Facebook. I don't know if you've, I'm sure you've caught it, that it's going to get very cold down in Florida and when that happens, which it doesn't happen very often in Florida, iguanas become immobile, and they may they may fall from the trees, but they aren't dead. And everybody's sharing this on Facebook. I mean, it's going at, Have you not seen this? Are they not getting hurt when they fall out of the tree? That's what I'm thinking. They wake up, and it's got to hurt their tiny backs. Mm-hmm. You know, if I just even sleep wrong, it hurts my back for a week. Uh, these things must wake up, but they have a very long back. Iguanas known for their long backs. Uh-huh. They must wake up and just be yeah. like, ah, Especially if they're like a 40-year-old iguana. Right. In iguana years. Meg, we didn't drink yeah. or nothing. We just woke up on the ground. Midlife iguana having back problems. I saw Brian Dorman from News on 6. You see him on television. He posted on Facebook. He said, save your money. Don't buy a flight to Tampa. It's going to be warmer in Tulsa than it will be in Tampa this weekend. Oh, wow. So if you're thinking about getting to Florida for some warm air, you'd be better off staying in Tulsa. Don't do it. Speaking of uh, snow, did you see this story? A teacher in Florida and her she had her sister who lived in Kentucky, a tremendous waste of money to me, but had her overnight a snowman when she found out that only two kids in her class had ever seen snow. And the teacher's name is Robin Hughes and her sister Amber explaining how they pulled it off. Do you want audio? Over yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, I was going to do charades. I want you to make me a snowman, and I want you to overnight him to me to see if he can make it to the school, because I want these children in Florida to see snow. And I accepted the challenge because I knew that I would never have to live up to it. Anything I can do as a teacher to bring joy to the classroom and also teach them a little something then it makes it all worth it. And my sister was just the, the greatest partner in crime to help me do that. So he was perfect. Oh, pretty cool. Pretty cool. How do you overnight a snowman? That must have cost hundreds of dollars. Dry ice? What do you use? I, I don't, don't know. know.
I remember I grew up on the Gulf Coast where people will go to vacation if you know Gulf Shores and Panama City on that kind of part of the, the country. And I'd never seen snow, but it would get below freezing every now and then. So I remember my dad, kind of similar to this, went out and put the uh, the hose on like the mist mm-hmm. and let it run overnight. And the next night or the next day we had kind of fake snow in the yard, which was awesome. Yeah, that's but, what I was thinking. This lady should have just went to like a shaved ice place and got a bunch <laughs> of that. I mean, what's the difference? Yeah, like... I'll, yeah, go to the snow cone factory. Yeah. And, uh, you know, buy like 20 pounds of ice and build your snowman there. Get a piece of ice, get a cheese grater. Be like, oh, look, it's snow. I don't know. Right. Anyway, nice nice thing for a sister to do, though. Yep. All right, so we continue on a Friday morning 10 minutes away from Carly Pierce ticket. She's going to be at Live Live, Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, and you can be there, too, towards the end of March. Great way to get into spring with Carly Pierce. So 98.5 The Bull, today's high country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. Miranda Lambert, uh, you know, you got to go to Nashville. She's got her uh, restaurant there. And then we, we see that also Eric Church going to be opening a place called Chiefs downtown Nashville. He's opening up one that they said is six stories Six stories high. Hi, that's too big of a bar. <laughs> that's a huge bar, man. Ted Gump. So that's the new one from Miranda. If I was a cowboy, go ahead and give us a call now, 918-879-9898, if you'd like to see Carly Pierce for free uh, just over at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. Great, great place to be anyway. And then you got great music, uh, 918-879-9898. Taking caller nine right now. What are we going to play today, Daniel? Uh, today, it's pretty tough trivia. These are not softballs. What's the opposite of a softball question? I would guess hardball. That or fastball? Hardball. Can you say that on, can we say hardball on the radio? Sure. Okay. Hardball trivia then. These are not easy questions. Uh, You will be able to maybe team up with Tyke if you need to, but maybe you'll get some of these, but they're not super easy. How many questions are there? Uh, There will be five as uh, we do every single day. Do you want to, can I have an example or? Well, Would that I, take I, away? Only, if the quiz is five, I've only written five questions or come up with five questions. Here we go. Hey, good morning. This is Ty Godino. What is your name? This is Renee. Renee, where are you calling from? Owasso. Renee in Owasso. Do you feel lucky today? Because Daniel says this is going to be hard. Oh, I hope so. Okay. Well, let's see if we can win some Carly Pierce tickets. Daniel, uh, you want to go ahead and get started here? Uh, Renee, the first question is based on literature In Nathaniel Hawthorne's The Scarlet Letter, what did the letter A stand for? Adultery. Adultery is correct. Up next, there are three types of rock. Igneous, sedimentary, and this type named because it comes from changing one of the other two types. There's igneous, sedimentary, and what's the third type of rock? One thing I know that changes is a chameleon. Chameleon is not the answer we're looking for. Todd, could you help her out with this one? Um, I'll probably say it wrong, but metamorphic? That is correct. Renee, what German term named after its inventor is given to a lighter-than-air balloon mode of transportation? Hot air? Hot air. It's, nope. Is it a German word? It's a German word. Um, did a band use this word in like a, a very, very famous band? A very famous band used this word in their the name of their band. 
Lead. Um, I'm going to say Zeppelin. Zeppelin is correct. Renee, the game of Monopoly is based on the streets of what New Jersey city? I don't know. President Trump had casinos in this town, right, Daniel? He did. Still no idea. Help her out, Tug. Atlantic City. Atlantic City. Carrie Underwood, Taylor Hicks, and Ruben Studdard were all winners of what television show? American Idol. There you go. Well, I think that's enough for her to win. Got it. Yeah, good. that's all the questions I have. So you're going to... Congratulations. Thanks to my laziness, you. you have gotten enough to, to go see Carly Pierce. Okay, thank you. You ever do a little bit of gambling? Not really. Oh, you're going to learn. Is you going to the casino? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Carly Pierce. Congrats, Renee. And uh, tell your friends, hang out for another little while this morning because at 740, Thomas Rhett is coming to town. BOK Center, and we've got another game for you. 740 right here on 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. Twenty minutes away from Thomas Red tickets here on ninety-eight five the bull. Good morning. You got Ty. Good morning, Daniel. And your question, Daniel. You... We're wondering today what your first car was and what was its nickname. And yep. I thought it would all be hilarious light stories. Some of these have been uh, pretty pretty Digging brutal. Hey, good morning. Uh what's your name? Uh Mike. Good morning, Mike. What city do you live in, brother? Um, Broken Arrow. Mike and Broken Arrow. What was your first car and what'd you nickname yeah. it? Well, actually, uh, so my first car was a 94 GMC Sierra. Uh, real sweet, you know, long bed, regular cab, but so goofy. And uh, But I had a glass pack, so it sounded good. But I lean more Tig's way. And, Daniel, you're not going to like this, but I don't, I've never nicknamed a vehicle, and I don't really understand why people do. Um, yeah, well, Daniel. Do you, <laughs> damn, do you nickname yourself and, like, try to get people to call you that? Oh, gosh, yes. Like, like, I'm Daniel Long Johns because I like wearing Long Johns, and you got to call me that now. I see why you don't come up with nicknames. Whoa, Daniel, why are you cussing him? <laughs> well, no, I'm not cussing him. These are like these terrible nicknames. I wouldn't go up to somebody and say, I'm Daniel Long Johns. That's what a crazy well, like, person would like, do. Like, what do you drive now? I'll try to nickname exactly. it for you. I knew you. it. I knew it. So the other day, someone uh, said that I wear straight jackets. So, like, now I go by straight jacket Mike. Oh, okay. Well, okay. What, yeah, Mike, what kind of car do you ride right now? Because Daniel wants to nickname it for you. It is a uh, cruise hatchback. I don't a know. Chevy what... Cruise hatchback. Oh, okay. Chevy Cruise. Is that a pickup? What is that? A hatchback? No, That's a it's car. a little car with oh, a hatchback okay. on the back. All right. You call it Ted Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank Ted you. Cruise. Thank you. You're welcome. There you go. Great jacket, Ted Cruise. <laughs> Good grief. Thanks for the call, Mike. Thanks, guys. See you, man. Good morning. This is Ty and Dano. What's your name? Oh, this is Jody. Hey, Jody, so what's that very first car? What'd you nickname it? Man, I had a 91 Chevy Corsica. This thing had gone through my mother, my brothers that were ahead of me, and finally got handed down to me. I can't say this on the air, but it was. Oh, a, whoa, 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 don't whoa, say whoa. it then. Hold on. Yeah, well, no. you're on the air. You can't. What do you call it? You I'm glad he warned us. Yeah. You, if you can't say it on the air, we can't. It was, a, it was a SHI box. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Okay. All right. That thing hauled 
uh, me and about nine of my friends around going out to pool halls, going out to uh, drive-in movie theaters. We had people sitting on the floorboards, sitting on each other's laps. I had one dude in a in a <coughs> dang trunk. Well, y'all are going to <laughs> you going to and, pool halls and, and uh, like, drive-ins. It sounds like that movie, The Outsiders. <laughs> this was a. Uh, 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 late 90s in San Antonio area. So, do, do your children Black drive it now? Was that? Do your children drive it now? Did you pass it on down to them? Oh hell no! That thing has probably been in a junkyard <laughs> for a decade or two. Oh man! <laughs> if anybody's driving that, I feel bad for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully nobody inherited that after you. Thanks for the call, man. All right, buddy. Take it easy. Yeah, Daniel named my car because I never named a car, and he, he named I got a Maxima. He calls it the Maxima pad, and then he tried to put a license plate on it that said that without me knowing. I stand by that. That's a great nickname for that car. It's uh, ninety-eight-five. The Bull. Good morning. What's your name? Hi, this is Lindsay. Lindsay, what was your very first car, and what'd you nickname it? My first car was a two thousand five Chevy Aveo. If you know what that is, it's like a tiny little clown car. Oh, is it? Um, it yeah, it, it's basically what the Chevy Spark replaced. Oh, I <laughs> the see. Little bitty thing. What was his nickname? <laughs> this was my, its nickname was the Pete. It was Seafoam Green. Did, did she like say the Pete? No, Seafoam Green. The Pete. Like you know the little mar- marshmallow candies oh, that everybody peep. hates at Walmart. At oh, the Peep. Got it. So what? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What does peep mean in relation to the car? Because it was tiny and peeps are tiny, or what was it? So the color, for one, we were at Walmart around Easter the year that I got it. And for some reason, they had the peeps that were the same exact color as my car. Oh, I see. Well, not a bad, and that's pretty creative. And I don't think creative. I've ever seen them since. <laughs> the peep. Better than Maxima, Pat, I'll tell you that. I don't think so. You're crazy. Hey, good morning. Ty Gadino. What is your name? My name is Rachel. Good morning, Rachel. What's the first car and what'd you nickname it? My first vehicle was a 2008 Ford Ranger, and I nicknamed it Fancy. Fancy? Yes. Based on it the. It doesn't fit the vehicle at all. Oh, she's oh, it's like being ironic. Juxtaposition. Yes. Because it wasn't fancy, it was opposite of that. It was. I mean. It's a daily driver. I still drive it now. Oh, look at um, you. <laughs> driving real fancy. I am going to be replacing it soon. Oh, are you going to feel bad? Here's a question. When you have to replace a car, do you have that little moment where you're like, I- I'm going to miss this car. We've been through some some good times and some bad times. I'm going to miss the vehicle itself, but I won't miss the issues it has. Will you, when it's time, that very time to say goodbye, would you think you'll, like, kiss the hood or anything? No. You know, Daniel, thank you for the call. I had a car that I got really attached to, and I had to trade it in four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. Finally, because, you know, it just it sounded like a go-kart at the end. and it, Right. And when I go to trade it in, I'm not kidding you. I did this. I said, well, what will happen to the car now? And it's almost like I wanted to make sure it found a good home. And the guy, I think he just lied to me. He says, oh, we're, we're going to make sure, you know, somebody buys it. And you had a situation in your life where... This is actually absolutely true story about Daniel. And the it is odds. weird. You get, like, connected to your car, and you almost want to make sure that somebody else gets it and uses it and has a good life. The odds of this happening, what happened to me, are about one in a million. I 
that that car I told you about, the windows didn't work anymore, and what I finally had to trade it? it in. It was called the Gray Thruster. The Gray Thruster is what you call and it. And I went and I bought another car from a used car place. They're like, we'll give you like $300 for this car, this trade-in, because it was such a piece of crap. I said, okay, you know, that's, I'm somebody needy will want this. Just give it away or something like that. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, we're going to give it away. And uh, what, about six months later, Tig and I had to go to a like a interview or a meeting or something at this recycling plant. There was the gray thruster smushed. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like, we could tell, we could identify it because your license plate was like, you're, it was so, you were heartbroken. I really was because, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, it was a bad car, but somebody, it was better than walking, I'd imagine. And, mm-hmm. and I didn't know they were going to smush it. Yeah. And I mean, they smushed it flat like a pancake. And I was like, well, this is super depressing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm still sad about that to this day. You do get attached to these kind really, of things, don't you? You really, really do. Did you cry when it was time to trade in your other one? I was touched, man. I was I was having, like, it was it was hard. I mean, it wasn't like like losing a dog hard. It was just like, I hope this car. But I, I was such a moron that I kept my insurance card, so I had the VIN number. So then later on, I'd check on my car. I like That's our tra- Carfax to see You're where it's obsessed ended up. with your car. Yeah, like ended up in like Washington State or something. I was like, well, at least it's still going. I guess oh, better than smushed in, better than into smushed. a cube at a junkyard. That's right. <laughs> so I get it. It's not quite. I guess it is weird to feel attached to a car, but not really because it seems like everybody goes through it. Um, man, hang on because we got still a lot to do this morning. We're going to do something called Central Shoutouts a little bit later. But before all that, Thomas Rhett tickets are free in about 11 minutes on 98.5 The Bull. You can see him at the BOK in Tulsa with Tig and Daniel. Good morning. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. Kelsey Ballerini with Kenny Chesney. We're now uh, three minutes away from Thomas Rhett tickets on 98.5 The Bull. Before that, though, Daniel uh, has named almost every car you've ever had. And you claim that all these people name their cars. Meanwhile, I don't, I don't think so, but... Some people do, I guess. There might be one or two people out there that didn't nickname their car, but not many. You're like, I didn't nickname my car, so you insisted that you name my car. I drive a Nissan Maxima, and uh, not only did you name it the Maxima Pad, you uh, went and paid for like a license plate that said Maxima Pad and attempted to sneak it on my car. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was going to cover up the license plate on the back of it in hopes that you'd get pulled over. I'm trying to think about what that would be like. Okay, so I'm driving you'd home after furious. work. You'd be furious. I know how it would be. The police officer comes up and says, you don't have a license plate. Yeah. And I go, what do you mean I don't have a license plate? Of course I have a license plate. And then he goes, like, how would that play out? Then he would explain to me, no, sir, the back of your car says Maxima Pad. Right. Like, wouldn't they have just taken me to jail immediately? Like. I don't think so. I think that's so ridiculous they would know that a buddy had to put it on there. (laughs) Would they ticket me, or since they knew it was, like, just nonsense, would they give me a warning? They'd probably ticket me or something. I thought about about getting, like, a a sticker with a marijuana leaf on it and put it on the back of your car. (laughs) 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 So that you would get get pulled over. Right. Or something like, I hate cops. Uh Uh-huh. Like a bumper sticker, but then I was like, well, I don't want to really messed this guy up well didn't i i put a bumper sticker on your car that you know and and it was uh i could have killed you for that what was it it was a silhouette of it was a silhouette of a lady at a strip club like bending over something and it said <laughs> southern style on it and it was a confederate flag shape of a lady and i was like <laughs> you drove around with that thing on your car you didn't for even weeks know. i yeah. had no idea hey good morning it's uh ty Godino. <laughs> who is this my name is pat pat what was that very first car and what'd you nickname it 
It was a 71 Cutlass. It had a 350 Rocket and a 400 Turbo Trans, and it was nicknamed the Ratmobile. The rat, because it had it was it infested with rats. Well, I went to restore the car and redo the body, and when I got into the, the trunk, about six months into it, there was a family of mice oh. underneath the spare tire. But I had to check the wheel bearings and whatnot because every time I'd go around the corner, that tire would slide, and I'd hear squeak, 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 squeak. Okay, oh, well, that's horrific. That's a terrible story. <laughs> oh Thank God. you for that. That is an absolute that's why nightmare. That's called the rat, rat mobile because it had the mice in the trunk. Well, what, did, uh, what became of the mice? Did you move them out? What happened? <laughs> oh, yeah. I got scooped them up out of there and uh, basically threw them in the trash. Enjoy your weekend. Well, that's a fine way to say goodbye to the poor mice. Just throw them right in the garbage. Now, how am I supposed to get into Thomas Rhett now? Let's just get yeah, Thomas Rhett tickets right now up for grabs. Uh, you know celebrity couples, Tug. No, There's don't. a few of them right now. And uh, there was a website that did a poll to ask which member of the celebrity couple was the most famous. Wow. So this might be an issue if you're in Hollywood and you're dating somebody that's also famous. One person's got to be more famous than the other, right? It might be tough to be married, like... Tom Hanks is married to an actress. I wonder if it's tough for her to see him get all these gigs. And she's like, you know, not getting much. Yeah, he's married to Rita Wilson, who tried to get into country music for a while there. Mm -hmm. All right, so this is the game we play, 918-879-9898. That's uh, 918-879-9898. Ready? Ready when you are. Oh, number nine. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Jeff. Jeff, have you won anything from us in the last 30 days? No, I haven't. Uh, could you turn down that radio just a little bit there? We're having a little trouble hearing you. There you go, guys. All right, Jeff, do you know your celebrity couples? Uh, somewhat. All right, I'm going to give you two famous people that are in coupleships right now, relationships, however you say it. And uh, based on those names, they had people vote on who they felt was the famous. And you just try to guess who was the more famous of the two. Uh, first up, a fairly new celebrity couple, Kim Kardashian. Or Pete Davidson. What? I'd say Kim, Kim Kardashian. What are you talking about, Kanye West? Uh, I just figured I'd throw that out there. Well, he says Kim Kardashian between Kim and Pete Davidson from Saturday Night Live. Right. Uh, Kim Kardashian, yep. yes, you are correct. By far more famous. 95% of people said she's the more famous one. Up next, uh, kind of in country music, Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban. Who do you think is more famous out of those Go ahead. Keith Urban. Keith Urban. I uh, see. I disagree. Uh, Keith Urban's famous really? in country, but Nicole Kidman's like famous, you know, because she's on television. Yeah, no. Been in many movies, yeah. yes. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but you said country music. I said it's a couple in country music. Uh, okay, I gotcha. Uh, Tiger's right. It is Nicole Kidman by a whopping 85%. Wow. These two are back together. Ben Affleck or Jennifer Lopez? I'd say Jennifer Lopez. Tig, would you concur with that? I concur. You would be correct. 85% said Jennifer Lopez. Here's kind of a tough one, Tig. Tom Brady or famous model Giselle? It's not hard. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Yes, 72% said Tom Brady. How about Beyonce or Jay-Z? Oh. Wow, that's a tough one. I'd say Jay-Z. I see. I'd go Beyonce because she's, like, more relevant now. Uh, yet again, Tig is right. 96% of people said Beyonce. 
And finally, this is a celebrity couple, probably one of the first I ever heard of, Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. Who at this point in their careers do you think that the today's public would say was the most famous? Goldie Hawn. I go Goldie Hawn. You guys are right. Goldie Hawn, only 47%, uh, 42% said Kurt Russell. The the rest of the people did not know who either were. <laughs> yeah, the kind of... I get you. Well, is he successful here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll send him into right, Thomas Red, Parker McCollum. Who are you going to take to the show, Jeff? I have no clue. Valentine's Day is coming up, so it's, uh, you know, a good thing to have. Oh, he's putting that in his little romantic arsenal to use to pick up somebody. You got it. Hey, now. Well, no wonder he didn't know the couples. He's not even a couple. No, I'm single, so. Yeah, single dude. All right. Well, good luck, man. Hopefully you find somebody special to take to the show. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. And uh, moments away, Daniel, we're going to get into something called sensual shout-outs. This is where you can hear your name on 98.5 The Bull. Uh, Daniel will, has written pickup lines, and he'll give you a shout-out in a very sensual way. We just got to know you're listening. If you'd like a shout-out, we'll get to that in just a little bit. Tig and Daniel on Facebook. Like us now, and then we'll see that you've liked us. That's Tig and Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel on Facebook. And then listen out for your shout-out. Uh, sensual shout-outs is on the way. On 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. Uh-oh, guys. If we haven't made Valentine's reservations, you're already probably a little behind. But now there's another wrinkle out there for making the day special for your lady. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. And uh, I'll just tell you that uh, flowers, flowers might cause you some trouble. This is from News on 6. Well, those floors tell me that the flowers themselves were what was hard to get at the beginning of the pandemic, but now they say it's the vases and supplies that have just simply disappeared from... How, how unfair is that? We finally got the flower thing figured out. Flowers are there. Uh, nothing to put them in. The vases. There's a vase shortage now? Vase shortage. Yep. Come you know, on, when I was on. a young boy, my grandpa used to warn me about a pandemic, and he'd say, you watch out, man. You'll see there's no vases one day. I remember during the Great Depression, there was a severe shortage of vases. And yeah, that was the people, big problem. People had That's nowhere a... to put their flowers, fresh-cut flowers. Yeah, it continues. From the shelves. And Mrs. DeHaven's flower shop here in Tulsa has been serving the community for more than 100 years. Owner Terry Vaught says that Valentine's Day is their biggest holiday of the year, and it's coming up in just a little more than two weeks. She says that they easily do more than 150 deliveries out of their one location that day, and most of them are pretty large arrangements. But this year, Vaught says that supplies have been hard to come by. Vases, the foam that they stick the flowers into. Oh, they're out of the green stuff? The foam, yeah. Dead gum. You can't just lay flowers in a vase. You got to stick them down in foam. What is that? That wet, weird green dirt. There's a shortage of that? Mm-hmm. Uh, Times are changing. I never thought I'd see the day we'd run out of the green foam, but here we are. I think this just a ploy to drive up drive prices up the from price. the local florist. That's yeah. right. Are you, if I find out these florists are hoarding foam <laughs> to make us all panic, that's going to be a problem. Ty, are you crazy? You don't get on this radio station and threaten florists. That's how people disappear. I didn't threaten anybody. I said I was not going to be happy. They'll things take, they'll things take, are going to get ugly. They'll take care of you, and then they'll call me, want me to buy one of those big giant things we buy when people pass away, those big giant oh, yeah. flower shields. What are those? Yeah. 
That way they could like, like take care of me and then mm-hmm. also make money on me. Double money, yeah. Yeah, the big one. So um, there you go, guys. Another little problem for Valentine's coming up. It's 98.5 The Bull. In the meantime, Daniel, we're about to do something sort of Valentine's-esque. We want to give you a sensual shout-out, which is how you can hear your name on the radio in a very sensual way. Daniel's written these pickup lines. We'll see if they're good or not, but you can get your sensual shout-out by liking us on Facebook right now, Tig and Daniel, that's T-I-G-E and Daniel. T-I-G-E and Daniel, we'll see you pop up. As soon as you like us, then shout-outs in like seven minutes on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country, about 8.39 with Tig and Daniel. Hey, good morning to you, Daniel. Tig, I'm going to play a clip. I want you to see if you can identify this guy based simply on his voice. It's a quite famous voice, and he's just started his own YouTube show. I'm going to play you just a few seconds here. You ready? Go. I dug up something that I'm very interested in, and that's safari life. Or, you know, uh, I love wild animals. I love all kind of shows that deal with that. Animal Planet, you name it, I'm watching it, okay? Oh, God. If you need a hint, just say, no, no, I, need I don't a hint. want a hint. Can you play play it again? Because uh, I think I dug up something that I'm very interested in, and that's safari life. Or you know, uh, I love wild animals. I love all kind of shows that deal with that animal planet. You name it, I'm watching it. Okay. So I watched the other night. There was a village in Africa that has a man-eating lion going. Around- yeah, I know that people are listening to this. You may know it. Um, is that like Chong or Cheech? Excuse me? Teacher Chong? Oh. No. Oh. I don't know that voice. You do know it. It's it's a long time ago, though. It's a blast from the past, and I'd wondered what happened if this guy was all right. Hmm. got to give me a better hint than that. I'm gonna, okay, another hint. 11 years ago, this happened. Made, made the news, went viral, and we all wondered what had happened to him. Oh, is that the guy that had the radio voice? That is Ted Williams. Yes, the homeless Ohio man with a golden radio voice. This was from uh, 11 years ago. There are often homeless people asking for change at freeway exit ramps. But recently, there's been this guy with an interesting sign at I-71 and Hudson Street. His handwritten sign says he has the God-given gift of a great voice. Hey, I'm going to make you work for your dollar. Say something with that great radio voice. When you're listening to nothing but the best of oldies, you're listening to Magic 98.9. Thank you so much. God bless you. So based on that video, which got 6 million views, by the way, on YouTube, he ended up getting another job. I think he did the voice for macaroni and cheese for a minute or two. He, he and also, now he's back with his own uh, YouTube show. Ted Williams with the man with the golden voice. Didn't he get a gig like announcing at hockey games or so, some sports? And uh, But you didn't like it. I remember that. I didn't say I didn't like it. I just thought, is this the best idea? Because he had suffered from some drug addictions. And I know that the best thing in some cases is not to give a guy that's got a drug problem a whole bunch of money all at once. Yeah, because everybody rallied around him and he ended up with some money. But didn't I read that he actually got back into the throes of a horrible addiction? It's been 11 years. I'm sure he's had some setbacks and, you know, mm-hmm. this and that. And Lord knows what how he fared through COVID and all that. But he's back on YouTube with a uh, a show, The Man with the Golden Voice Show. And it, uh, it looks to be pretty good. He looks good. But I'd always wondered about him. Yeah, he's got a better voice than me and you.
It's like Magic 96. Oh, he sounds great. Yeah, I, I sound, sound like a nasally <laughs> woman, and he sounds wonderful. So, But ha you had wondered about him, right? Good to catch up on him. Yeah, I guess I had. That's curious. Thanks for the update, Daniel. Also, if you see the video from 2011, he's looking pretty bad. In 2011. Yeah, now he's cleaned up a lot. And, he and, looks a lot better And again, now. like I always say, it just goes to show, we're not ugly. It's just we don't have money. That's why all rich yes. people look great, because they can afford the best. I know. I'll see pictures of people before they got rich, and they mm -hmm. look just like us. And then they make their millions and millions of dollars, and 10 years later, they look great. We're not ugly. We're just p broke. You should, uh, you should go stand at an intersection and do that with your voice and see if you go, <laughs> go viral, too. All right, do it. You're a guy. I'm out with a sign. All right. Hey, buddy, um, I'm going to make you work for your dollar. Okay. Give me something in that great voice. It's 98.5 The Bull. <laughs> 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. You know, every now and then, like, in the summer, I'll get invited to a pool party, but nobody wants me there. So I'm always the guy, they say, hey, Tig, would you mind going to the store? You know, it's like middle of the party, and they go, we're out of such and such. Would you mind? I'm always the guy. They, they, they don't care if I'm around, so I'm the guy that goes to the store. And one day, they sent me on a scavenger hunt for something called, uh, is it Sonic Seltzers? Sonic... Seltzers. Yeah, the Sonic chain of uh, fast food restaurants came out with a hard seltzer like their limeade. See, I didn't know. Cherry I, limeade, yeah. When they said Sonic Seltzers, I thought it was just a brand of seltzers, like White Claw Truly. I thought, I didn't know it was the Sonic restaurant seltzers making it. Mm -hmm. So I learned a thing there. And uh, guess who's now, I guess they're like, hey, Sonic's, because I guess these seltzers are pretty popular, like the White Claws, they're making money, and the Trulies, and uh, then Sonic says, we're going to get a piece of that action. And guess who now is going to get a piece of that action with a Baja Blast? Uh, that has to be Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Nice. So now you can go to the store and get Taco Bell seltzers. How but about that? If you that? had told me about 10 years ago, like, hey, everybody's going to be getting messed up off seltzers, I'd have been like, you're crazy. Well, Seltzer to me used to be what they sprayed on each other in a Three Stooges movie. Yeah, what is seltzer? Is it carbonated water? I guess. Well, what happened that seltzers just took over the market? You know, White Claws and all that? I guess because it's easy to drink? Well, it seems like there's a fad with these types of things because when I was uh, young in college, and I, I'm i not embarrassed to say this, but Boone's Farm, what is that? Is it like some kind uh, of Boone's wine? Boone's Farm is a wine cooler. Now, I don't know the difference in a wine cooler versus wine, but I remember, I remember Boone's Farm, too, and Bartles and James. And now you don't hear much about Boone's Farm anymore. Then something came along called Zima. Mm -hmm. And people used to take the Zima and put Jolly Ranchers in the bottom of it. That remember was, that whole thing? That was a clear malt liquor. A malt liquor. See, I don't know what that means compared to a seltzer. Is malt liquor beer? What is that? Oh, anyway. Made with malt. It's a fad, I think. And I wonder if these seltzers are the new fad where 10 years ago we'll be like, remember when we used to drink those seltzers? Oh, yeah. Just, just yeah. like we do the Zimas and stuff? It all comes and goes. I remember when there was a drink out called Four Loco, and mm -hmm. it was an energy drink that had a lot of alcohol, and it tasted pretty good. So guess who'd get their hands on them? Young people. And it was in the news all the time, like... Police officers went to a party where they'd all been drinking four locos, and people just laying down on the grass outside in the yard like mm -hmm. zombies. Yeah. Just completely out of their minds. Yes. And when you're that age, because I remember going through that, you know, I don't, you know, I look back and I'm like, I made some really bad decisions that I didn't understand alcohol. And I wasn't really a drinker. Um, but when I did go out with friends, I didn't know how much to take. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember the first time I actually drank alcohol. 
I poured a glass of vodka. Like on the rocks or just a cup of lukewarm vodka? Lukewarm vodka in a glass. (sighs) Awful. Like a glass of water because I had no idea. You know, how much do you take of this? Um, You know, what do you... And, of course, if you've never had any alcohol, even like a little sip of that would, like, wreck you. And I'm sitting there drinking it like it's a bottled water. And guess what? That did not go well. Well, you got some tongue and stomach if you're able to drink vodka like a bottle of water. Well, you know, you're young and everybody else is doing it. And so you're like, well, I mean, I guess I shouldn't, you know, you kind of tough through it or something. Nobody believes me, but I was lucky enough. To, I never was interested in alcohol until I got to be 21. Why I waited, why I, you know, well, for whatever reason, I never touched the stuff till I got to be 21. And then my cousin took me out to a local bar and they had something called Penny Well Night. That's where from a certain, and they don't do this anymore because it's an absolutely awful idea. All the drinks, the cheap liquor or whatever, you could get a a drink for a penny for like two hours. Mm -hmm. Inexperienced drinker. So I thought, you know what I'll do? I'll try one of everything. I threw up right in that Books a Million parking lot. Yeah. Walked out of there and uh, felt like I was dying. And you got to be careful with that stuff. You're right. And if you don't have the experience and you don't have... And if you had never had alcohol, it's going to make you very you sick. you got a six-year-old. There'll be a time when he's 21. Would you rather him fool around with alcohol or marijuana? I can't answer that question. But what I do think that I would do is, because nobody explained to me, like, how much you should, if you're going to try it, and there's nothing my parents could do about it, at least explain to me what's a safe amount. You know, because I just didn't know. I was drinking it like a bottled water. But then that feels like you're giving them permission. I know. That's the that's the thing. Do if he's gonna do it, do I let him know? Like, hey, you know, one beer, man, and that that's about all you're gonna want to do. I uh, I don't know. Right? Yeah, you got to say go ease into it. Don't mix things up. Mm -hmm. But my dad really kind of gave me a really good talk that really changed my my life. I was like 16 or so, and I said, but dad, you know, I just don't think I have any interest in alcohol. I don't think I'm ever gonna try it. And he looked over at me and said. You will. <laughs> okay. So I told him I was never going to try it. Then he basically talks me into it. Yeah. <laughs> it's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Ty and Daniel. Lauren, Elena, John Farty getting their shout out this morning. And you can get your shout out right now on 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country. Central shout outs. Daniel's written pickup lines just for you. And we just need to know you're listening. So like us on Facebook, Tig and Daniel. T-I-G-E and Daniel. And then we'll see you uh like follow us and then get a shout out Daniel yeah, you're right by the way you still have time to right now Tig and Daniel T-I-G-E and Daniel get those last minute ones in right now very sensual good morning first of all to Tyler Jones this guy works at a uh, roofing company yeah wants a sensual shout out he's gonna get beat up at the job site today I hear you get a shout out yeah ooh ooh Tyler you must be a Clausen Pickle cause I'm wondering what your deal is like dill pickle okay no all right. Sensual good morning to Shawnee Cortez, Caroler Brooks, Courtney McCarroll. Ooh, girl, you must be a small dumpling at a Chinese restaurant because you got me wonton more. <laughs> All right. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Very sensual. Here we go. <laughs> Hollywood. I'm never going to dance again. Guilty feet have got no rhythm. Though it's easy to pretend, I know you're not a fool. I know you're not a fool, Katie Willis. Sensual good morning to Regina Jackson. Ooh, girl. 
you like Tide's toupee. Because I want you to come over to my apartment. Come over. Okay. Also, Katie had mentioned, can we say hey to Lexi, Morgan, and Cooper listening to us every single morning on their way to school. Gina Giacomo and uh, Karen Lemons as well. Got it. Central good morning to Anthony Wineland, Emily Shan. Ooh, girl, are you a bird? Because you looking fly. That's what the young people still say. Yeah, they say fly all the time. Central good morning to Sarah Ressler, Christian Cooper. Ooh, girl, you must be a menu item at McDonald's. I like your McDouble taste. I can't say it. I can't say it. I abandon it. Okay. I'm never going to dance again. Guilty feet have got no rhythm. Though it's easy to pretend. I know you're not a fool. I know you're not a fool, Maurice Perkins. But you drive, girl. She lives in Euless, Texas. Yep. Central, good morning to Bailey Dunn. Ooh, girl. If you were a chicken restaurant, you'd be my chick, Phil, Phil Bay. Like B-A-E. Ah, that's hilarious. Central, good. good morning to Velma Blossom. And finally, a very central good morning to Kathy Faulkner. Ooh, girl, if your booty was named after a town in Oklahoma, it'd be called Fixby.